0: Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 48 of Fat Love Talk here today on the podcast. Uh, This was actually meant to be part two of my last episode, but it ran long, and I wanted to go ahead and put it here. So uh, go ahead and uh, take a listen. The intro is going to be, of course, me thinking that the second half is still being put on the last episode. I apologize. I couldn't edit that or fix that, but take a listen to the online dating and uh true life story about the woman that I 100% regret meeting through an online dating app. Thank you guys. For this second half, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, my uh, guest appearance on the Willing to Go Ham podcast that my buddy Christian, a great guy, is the host of. And if you want to find that podcast episode, it's a two-parter. It's going to be Willing, the number two, Go Ham, H-A-M. And it's a very, very cool podcast. Definitely check it out. Uh, Very funny episodes. Got some uh, sports episodes on there as well if you're into that. And uh, just a whole lot of different topics that he covers on this podcast. I really like... um, the wide range of diversity that he covers within his podcast. And in fact, I'm definitely inspired to expand my horizons because of listening to new podcasting and especially the homie Christian. He definitely has something going for him with this podcast. He can kind of take it in any direction he wants and it will grow and it will just keep getting better and better and better. And I love seeing that progression because I've never been disappointed by a single episode I've listened to. All right, he's figuring it out. Sometimes the audio is better on other episodes than some, but you know what? This is only the beginning of something very, very great, and I'm very, very excited to see where he takes his podcast and how high towards this, you know, to the sky is the limits with this podcast, and I can't wait to see him reach those limits. So that being said, mad love, Christian, if you listen to this podcast, Appreciated being on that podcast. Um, moving forward, though, um, we talked a lot about dating, online dating, and definitely check out the episode for the full conversation because I'm not going to go too in depth with that. But I did want to say that there were a few things I didn't get a chance to say on my podcast afterthoughts that had come across that I, I want, wish I could have put in there. And I wanted to go ahead and just put them on here. I know I don't talk about my personal life too much, but I wanted to go ahead and throw out um, maybe something different for the podcast if you're interested in that uh, more personal approach. Otherwise, the first half was just for you. Definitely um, know that going forward here on the second half of this episode, uh, it's going to be more personal and less about entertainment gaming that sort of stuff. With that disclaimer out of the way, let's go ahead and move forward. Now, um, I am turning 26 here in a few days on Saturday, July 20th, uh, 1993. Uh, I was brought into this world. To be completely honest with you guys, it was past midnight on the 21st, but the doctors didn't want to put it at 12.01, so they put it at midnight. Your boy was born on the 20th of July by legal standards. That being said, uh, it's it's been a crazy 26 years. I've grown physically and mentally and spiritually and in many other ways. I've definitely learned a lot. I feel like I'm a lot smarter now than I was when I was 18. It's definitely um, 10 years ago. Um, I would definitely tell 16-year-old me to take more chances. Um, Life's not going to wait for you, so you need to take advantage of it. You know, I was very shy. I was very reserved. I saw somebody that I found attractive, and I did not want to approach them. I did not want to engage in a conversation, begin a relationship of any kind, whether it be romantic or platonic, I was just I was a wreck and that's how a lot of 16 year olds are right it's nothing out of the ordinary it's just I was raised with very conservative Christian parents I could not watch Scooby-Doo I could not watch Spongebob I could not watch American Dragon Jake Long I couldn't watch a lot of shows on TV for the for a while there I couldn't even watch shows like Looney Tunes because they were too violent um, my parents came around as I got older, but there at the beginning it was definitely rough. I did experience um, a few treats. I li- I got to watch Veggie Tales, which was a positive Christian influence. I got to watch um, Zaboomafoo and Zoom and PBS programming. That was educational and worked towards my. Um, development so my parents allowed me to watch that I was allowed to read and do normal things I I just I feel like I was as far as social growth I did not get that Um, I'm learning in my 20s that my social abilities are very much not there I'm not confident in myself enough and it has absolutely nothing to do with my size. Like let's go ahead and throw that out there um, before any questions come in. uh, If any do at all, Um, I'm a big guy. I admit that I'm not like huge, but I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to be like, I notice that you notice, (laughs) you know, it's, it's something that's easily, you know, you're either attracted to that or you're not. And I get it. If you're not, not your type, but I've had and that on top of my social not anxiety per se but my social awkwardness and inability to approach uh or carry a conversation even with friends um it, that I find attractive or at all um feel like the conversation is coming to a, a, a stale interstate intersection rather um I I can't figure out how to carry that. And I feel like that puts me at a disadvantage in the dating game. I feel like I put my eggs in one basket too often, too quickly. I feel like I invest too early. um, And then I let myself down. And that's nobody's fault but my own. But it's something I do do, and have done, and I mean, hell, probably will do again, let's be honest here, if you approach me with potential interest, I'm going to take that interest and amplify it a little too much, and I'm going to say, oh, you are interested, meaning you are interested, you kind of get what I'm thinking there? Like, your interest is a little more heightened in my mind. And then I pursue that if I'm interested in the same way. It, it makes things a little uncomfortable. Um, I've gotten better. I'm going to be totally honest. And I don't know why I'm talking so monotone. <laughs> if you've noticed, I've been talking very monotone. Um, I don't know why I, uh, I'm i that way. I, I, I feel like part of it is me just as a person. And the other part of me is, like, I just don't want to screw something up at this point in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm turning 26. I've been single for, like, four years now. Um, I haven't... I've talked to people, but nothing serious has happened. I mean, I was dating somebody for, for a few months back before my father passed away and when my dad passed away I did something very stupid and I let my emotions control my decision-making and I broke up with that person but lied to them as to why I was breaking up with them um they were very 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 nice I wish to God I had not done that because I was hurting and one thing I've learned in my life through my experiences is when people hurt you it doesn't feel good so don't give them the chance to hurt you again and don't give other people who haven't hurt you the chance to hurt you at all it's very stupid and if anybody is in their 20s or younger and is single Take my advice right here from an awkward, almost 26 year old. Just enjoy the moments you have with the people you care about. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable because something great could happen. And I've let too many good things go because I got in my feelings and allowed myself to get in my own head. And it's stupid. It's just stupid to do that. I feel like dating should be much easier, but we uh, me especially, I complicated it. Look, I'm not saying you're going to swipe right on all your tenders and they're going to match with you. Okay, that's um it's not going to happen. Guys like me don't match on Tender very often, let's be real. And I'm not going to try to be any kind of bias here, but let me say this up front. I think women have it easier than men do in the dating game Um, I think it's easier for women to find a guy I think it's easier for women to find a relationship I think it's easier for women to find something more intimate if they want that and not a relationship Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I found somebody who wanted me um, romantically or intimately honestly um, that's just real talk right there. Um, it's not that I haven't tried. It's that I literally have been shot down several times and it's, it's fine. You win some, you lose some, but when you start losing so many in a row, it's like, is something wrong with me? And your self-confidence kind of takes a hit. And I don't rely on dating apps to find anybody. You know, I I was talking to Christian and you can listen to the full conversation on his podcast, but I was talking to Christian about like Tinder and I've used plenty of fish POF I've used. um, What else have I used? God. um, If I wasn't recording this on my phone, I would look. Um, I've downloaded a few other ones that haven't worked out. There was one called okay. Cupid. Where And this is the story I wanted to tell on Christian's podcast. So Christian, (laughs) here's the story. Um, This is a true story, guys. And it just proves to you how stupid I am Um, and how irrational I am in in a relationship. I met with this girl I met on a dating app. I can't remember if it was OkCupid or if it was POF, but it was one of those two. And we had messaged a few times, and we cut to the chase. Do you want to meet? So I was like, sure. Um, This is back when I was working, I want to say, security. I might have just started my new job at McCall Center. But uh, regardless, I had the weekend off, and I met her, and we talked for a little bit at the park. And actually, I picked her up. By the way, I picked her up. Um, We drove, or I drove to the park. We talked for a while. Um, We went to Applebee's up in Independence. I don't know um, if you guys know where Independence, Missouri is, but it's, um, I want to say south of Liberty, but it might be like east. I don't remember exactly, but... I digress. This is going to be a terrible story. Otherwise, anyway, so I meet this girl, her name. Um, let's just call her, you know what? I'm never going to talk to her again. Her name's Megan. Okay. If you meet a Megan in independence, just disengage immediately. That being said, um, we went to Applebee's after the park and I bought her dinner. And, um, this is also Christian. You proved your point here. Why you don't buy girls dinner. um, (laughs) she asked me like literally to my face, can you buy me dessert to go? And I was like, okay. And I was, I was like, okay. Cause she had expressed interest in me at the park. She was like, okay, I give everybody a chance. I don't judge blah, blah, etc." cetera. And then I bought her dessert to go. Then I am, I'm like, I have to get gas before I take you home. Can I go to the gas station? So she was on a phone with her mom when i was getting gas and i get back in the car and she stops me and she's like so i kind of really want to have sex tonight are you interested like, i'm not even kidding to my face at this point guys this was a couple years ago um no this was more than a couple years ago this was a mistake ago <laughs> and I was I had been celibate for a long time. Let's just put it that way. I had been celibate in a dry spell. I was not talking to anybody, and I was like, "Wait a minute, you wanna what?" And I was like, "Okay," because why would I pass that up? She was interested, and it was mutual. So I was like, "Okay." She was like, "So do you wanna go back to your place, or do you wanna get a hotel?" I know one that's nearby. I'm like, well, shit. I didn't think about that. So I um, go back to my place. And, well, what happens, happens. Anyway, I take her home. And then the next day, she texts me, well, my birthday is this weekend. Because I saw her on a Friday. Um, she's like, my birthday is this weekend. Can I come over again and i said sure because i had a great time with her um the night before again i am a stupid person let's keep that in mind guys remember i'm stupid during this whole thing okay moving forward so i pick her up again but she asks me this other guy i'm talking to is in town can he come over too Right there, guys, is a red flag. <laughs> like it's a, it's, just, it's just so god, this is so embarrassing to talk about. Uh, it was a red flag. It was the biggest red flag. Like you what? And and Christian, let me just say if you're listening to this podcast, what you said about women talking to five so guys and them not being a player, because that's not if they don't define a player as whatever your thing was, um, then this doesn't count. So I was like, I didn't know that back then. So I was like, wait, you're talking to somebody else because nothing about us was exclusive. There was no, there's no reason to, we had never discussed that. And there's no reason for her not to. We went on one date and we, you know, it hooked up. That's normal, I guess, in the dating world. I don't know how this works, guys. I was trying to just, I don't know. Let's be honest. I just was like, at that point, I was trying to get to know somebody. And when she mentioned sex, she was, she skewed my entire vision. And I was like, okay, because I kind of got in this place where I was like, it's been a while. This would be nice. So moving forward, I was like, okay, you can invite him over. So homie and I are in my room with her and we're just talking She's drinking alcohol that I had bought um, out of a coffee mug. I'm not even kidding, guys. She's drinking alcohol out of a coffee mug. We're all legal. Don't worry about that. And she says, who wants to play a game? Oh, Guys, you want to know what game she wanted to play? It's 10 minutes of heaven or whatever the frick it's called. I forget. Alright, she wanted to be alone with each of us, one at a time, in a dark room. Red flag number two. (laughs) I'm an idiot. I'm stupid, I'm stupid. At this point, I'm not even sure what's going on in my head at the time. Oh, okay, I do. It was that she wanted to be alone with me, and I was like, okay. So, she got me alone first. We go into the room next to mine, which is empty and alone. We close the door, it's dark. And immediately she takes her pants off and she's like, let's do this. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, sorry, guys. This is, <laughs> there's language in the second half. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, this is happening. So we hook up again. <sighs> While homie, who I don't even know, is sitting in my room after that 10 minutes we had gotten to a point where he knocked on the door and i was like (gasps) and my heart sank and i was like oh shit and um we were we were done at that point but then she wanted 10 minutes alone with him and i was like what are they doing in there anyway guys this is where i'm stupid again so i'm in i'm sitting on my bed while they're alone in the next room over in the dark doing who knows what, probably the same thing I did, but I didn't want to think about that. So I decided to look around and I saw her phone. So I pick up her phone and it's unlocked. And I saw an open conversation with homie who I was with. She was texting him while we were together. That she wanted to hook up with him and needed an excuse for that. Now she had also texted me the same thing before she had suggested this. So she had found a sneaky way to hook up with both of us in the same night. Now, knowing this knowledge, I was like, wait a goddamn minute. Again, guys, I'm sorry about the language, but this story is crazy. I am floored. So they get done, and she has to use the restroom. I'm sure she does. So me and homie are sitting there, and I'm like, okay, we got to talk. Look, dude, I don't know what's going on between you and this chick whose name is Megan. Avoid Megans and independence. Um, and, But at the... It's, it's, I respect you. I told the dude, I was like, I don't want to get in the middle of something. I just met her yesterday. If you two are seriously pursuing something, I'm going to step away. I ain't about to get in the middle of this drama. Remember, guys, drama is for the llama. And it is not for us. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real, 100%. No drama. All right? I don't like it in my life. Well... I had created some. Remember, I was and my mom lives in a trailer, at a trailer park. They're very thin walls. She had heard me in the bathroom talking to homie. Only she was half drunk because she'd been drinking alcohol all night, and she misinterpreted what we were talking about. She thought we were conspiring against her. I'm not a drinker. I had drank some, sure, but I don't drink enough to get tipsy or slur my words or any of that junk. I firmly believe that nobody should drink to that point, but whatever you do, you live your life. I'm not going to, you know, be your mom or whatever lord over you. So she comes in really angry, starts screaming. I'm not kidding. It's like two in the morning. She starts screaming at us and I'm like, oh my God, this bitch is crazy. And I knew in that moment I was stupid because I had let her in my house with a stranger that she was hooking up with in my house. And I just wanted it to stop. (sighs) So then she, me and this guy were both literally trying to defend ourselves. And eventually, don't know how, but she just stopped. And she got calm again. She played some music on her phone. And she was like, well, that was fun. And I'm like, the hell are you on, girl? Because that was the exact opposite of what fun is. <sighs> Retelling this story, guys. I am such an idiot. God damn. Okay. So, moving forward, guys. I I wanted her out of my house. I did. I wanted her gone. I was like, this was a mistake. This is why I like being alone. Maybe being single is for the best. Maybe I should just stop talking to women because I always find these women who have these weird personalities or goals or intentions with the us. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong places. This is why you need to be very careful about online dating. And I, I express that to her, that I want her to leave. And she gets super mad. Well, it's my birthday. I don't want to leave. I want more alcohol, actually. Oh, God. So, fuck. We go in homie's car, because I didn't want to drive. My mom was like, don't drive. You've been drinking. So, homie says he never drunk. He he was drinking. Uh, He drives us down to the quick trip down the road. And she goes inside to buy alcohol. Me and homie are just sitting there in the car. And a couple of cops <laughs> park literally effing next to us. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. Oh shit, I am a clean white boy from the suburbs. I don't do this kind of stuff. I am an innocent bystander. Please don't arrest me. Please don't notice my existence in this car. Please. <sighs> they walk by us. They look at us, but they walk by us. two freaking cop cars, guys. I'm, I'm literally about to shit a brick. I'm freaking out. I'm nervous as hell. We get the alcohol, we make out like a bandit, we're, we're dipping back home, back to my place. We get back to my place, we're drinking some more, we're talking, she's totally normal, again, which is just, she has some personality problems, I think, or she's playing me for a fool. <sighs> so, eventually, homie has to leave, the third, the extra wheel. The guy who showed up that she invited. And she's like, okay, let me walk you to your car. I'm not sure what happened. Pretty sure they made out. Because they took a while to get back. She gets back. She climbs on top of me. She's like, hey, let's have sex again. I'm like, oh my god. After what happened tonight, why would I do that? So we had sex again. Oh my god keep in mind guys, I had been celibate for like a year or two beforehand. Not that it's an excuse. It's very much not. Please abstain from sleeping with people like this and please abstain from sleeping with people you aren't comfortable sleeping with. Don't be pressured into it. Now I only remember having that intercourse twice. Here's where it gets dodgy. She starts pouring me a lot of alcohol after that. A lot. To a point where I eventually fall asleep. And I, f- I don't even know when I fell asleep. I wake up the next day and she's laying next to me. And I'm like, when did I fall asleep? And she's like, oh, you passed out at like four. And then I was like, okay, did we do anything? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what did we do? And she's like, we had sex. And I'm like, I was passed out and we had sex? That doesn't make sense. I don't know about you guys, but if you can't consent... There's a term for that. <clears throat> okay, moving forward. We, uh, I take her home. I'm dropping her off. I am doing. On the way to take her home, she asks me to stop by Quick Trip again and buy her more alcohol at like 11 in the damn morning. And I'm like, okay. So I do it. Guys, this story should be over right now. I took her home, never talked to her again, blocked her, disappeared. Now, <laughs> this isn't the end of the story. It's not even... This is bad, guys. This is bad. This is when I was working security. I just remember because the next part of the story involves that. <clears throat> so she messages me i gave her my number i'm very stupid christian this is why i mentioned in my podcast with christian that i don't give out my number to women and this is exactly the reason why some of them some of them keep that stuff some of them abuse that number in their phone some of them are crazy not all women are crazy In fact, most of them are beautiful and normal and great and will be happy in a relationship with me. But this person, who will not be that person? So she starts texting me at work. And she's like, I think I'm pregnant. I'm like, we haven't, we did something last night. There's no way you could, there's no way you could know that. Well, I didn't have my period. And I'm like, okay it's not because of me so she starts making me paranoid because i don't know how that stuff works okay i mean i think i do i have a good grasp on it i'm 20 i'm okay, at this point i'm like 20 20 i think i don't know exactly I was, I was i was being stupid okay it was it was like three years ago but the point is i was starting to doubt my knowledge of the human body and i was like wait a minute could she be pregnant and then I started to freak out. I'm like, please, God, no. Please, God, no. Please, God, no. She's terrible. She's awful. She is... She is. I don't know if any of you know about my brother's baby mama, Alicia. Um, and I'm going to throw her name out there because she's a trash mom and she's a trash human being. Um, I don't care if, if I put people on blast today on my podcast. But um, my brother's baby mama is treats her children garbagely and is a horrible mother. And um, she lived with my mom for a while and took advantage of her, trashed her trailer, trashed her couch, stuck garbage in the cushions, told my mom to her face she hated her, was a horrible human being. and she was rude to her kids, screamed at them. It was very disrespectful. I don't I don't like her at all. She was, in my opinion, an example of just trash and the kind of person who doesn't deserve government assistance who doesn't deserve the chances my mom gave her to better herself who doesn't deserve um, a place in society honestly I very much dislike her Um, this Megan was reminding me a lot looking back of of her so I, I bought her the alcohol I took her home she's texting me She's saying she thinks she's pregnant, she missed her period, and I'm like, bullshit, there's no way. Absolutely no way. And I'm just like, maybe, maybe there is? So she's freaking out. She texts me, and she's like, I need you to come over. I need you to come pick me up. And mind you, let me give you a little filler. Um, her mom and her are garbage people. They yell at each other all the time. They're very violent. Her mom's dating a guy, a big black dude named Dante. I'm not even kidding. This is not any sort of, that's just giving you some context. Okay. That's just, that's a very important part of the story. That's why I say that. It's a very important part of the story is this dude named Dante is dating her mom. Now I had text. Her back. And I was like, I am at work. I am doing my job, making money. I work patrols. I do mobile patrol at the time. So I'm driving all over Kansas, way the heck away from Independence, doing my job. Well, she had something to say about that. And she was like, okay, fine. Well, if you don't want to come, then... I'm just going to tell my mom I'm pregnant and she'll kick me out and then I'll have to live with you. And I'm like, "What?" That's not going to happen because you Oh shit, she knows where I live. At this point, I start freaking out. So, I'm like, "Fine." I almost said something else. Uh, I said fine. And I call my manager and I explain the situation. And I say, can I please leave work early? She lets me. But I had to get to a certain point. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. I can do that. Now, uh, Megan did not like this. She's like, you can't get off right now? And I'm like, you don't understand how a job works, do you? Because she was not working at the time. She's unemployed. She said she had moved back to Missouri from California. Look, the next time, and this is a this is a totally separate part of the story, the next time I fall for a chubby, cute girl who is willing to open her legs, I should rat I just that is the day I die. Okay? Because I would rather die than make this foolish mistake again. All right. I like Bigger women. I like all women. Honestly, I'm a dude. Like, what do you expect me to say? (laughs) I like all women. But I like a little bit of something. Anyway, she was cute the first time I met her. Up until after Applebee's, I had viewed her as a possible interest. Super cute. Whatever. After that, everything just went to hell in a fiery hand basket. So, I I show up. I pick her up. And we talk. She tells me, can I stay with you tonight? And I'm like, hell no. I didn't say hell no. I said no. But in my mind, I'm like, what do you think I am to you? You met me like this week, like days ago. No, you can't stay with me again. She's like, if I have to, we can have sex again. I'm like, what? Oh my God. These are all red flags. All of them. They're, they're all red flags. Red flag, red flag, run, run, get the fudge out of there. I take her home, I drop her off, I say, get the heck out of my car. Seriously, I, I was pretty firm on this. I was like, I'm freaking out, I'm not happy, get the heck out of my car. I take, and she gets out of my car, and I drive away. Well, the next day she calls me, and she's like, can you buy me a pregnancy test? And I'm like, oh my God, why is this still happening? So, I comply. And I buy her the... You want to know what happened? She didn't want... She went in the store with me to buy it. And then she asked me... Can... Can you just give me $40? And I'll get it myself? I'm like, why the... F... Did I drive all the way... From my mom's trailer in Kansas city through Liberty to independence just to give you $40 and I do it. And then I find out later, this is after the fact days later, actually I find out that she and her mom had split it and bought weed, like marijuana. And I'm just, I'm floored. That I fell for that. That I was gullible. Actually, no, I'm not. I was an idiot. Anybody who's in that position would probably have made the same decision. So, one more day passes. Oh, my God. And I tell her, I am buying this for you. And you are going to take it. Like the day after pill. And... I do it. She won't answer her door. But here's a fun story. The night before, she called me, wanted me to pick her up. Guys, you would think I would say no after all this, right? Um, no, no, I'm not picking you up. I'm not talking to you. I'm disconnecting this number. <laughs> I'm blocking you. I go and picked her up the night before. I bought her that day after pill. Uh, which at this point was very much not the day after. Anyway, um, and she tells me her mom's boyfriend, Dante, see, it was important context, had hit on her and approached her for sex. And she was, he turned him down and he got aggressive. And she needed me to pick her up so she could get away from him. I pick her up. We talk for a while. I get agitated. I take her home. I take her home. Dante is in a car with their mom. I'm still in my security outfit, by the way. So he thinks I'm the police. I'm walking up to the car. She wanted to stay in the car where I was, my car. And I was like, no, get out. But she stayed there anyway. And I approached this car and I was like, how's it going, guys? They're like, oh, shit. And they think I'm a cop at first. And I explained the situation. And Dante is really nice to me, actually. And mom is really nasty to me. Starts cussing me out, all kinds. Well, she doesn't cuss me out. She's, She's swearing obscene, like, When her daughter gets home, F, 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 you know, all these profanities, whenever she gets home, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Dante tells her to calm down. And I'm like, look, I don't want to get caught up in the middle of something. So I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. This is not happening. I'm not going to be a part of some stupid drama. So I leave her. I dipped. I get there the next day with the day after pill. I knock on her door nobody answers the door is not closed all the way I push it open stupid idea she's sleeping on the couch right there inside the door I look around real quick I enter into the house I poke her I'm like wake up I give her the day after pill she gets mad at me I say if you don't take this pill we are done She said, okay, okay, I'll take it right, I'll take it. And I'm like, take it right now. Take it right now. I want to see you take it. She refuses. And over and over and over, she refuses to take it. She pushes me out of the house, and she says, I'll take it. And she closes the door on me. Okay. She texts me several hours later that evening. Um, I'm at work living my worst life. Stressing, freaking out. My friend Nathan and I have talked several times at this point about the situation and how I'm freaking out. This could be something, and I don't want to ever have that woman's child. Um, I don't want her to have my child, rather. And she says, "Oh, I took it. To it tasted bad." I'm like, "Bitch, it tasted bad. Really? That's your text to me? It tasted bad? That's like the fakest text I've." ever ever seen i'm sure it did why would you put that in the text unless you were trying to elaborate that you took it when you didn't i see that text and i'm like good i immediately discontinued conversations with her I, i dropped her off the face of the planet per advice from my friend nathan he said all you can do is pray to god and hope that nothing happens So I discontinue all conversations, I block her, I remove her, I'm done with her. This week has been the worst week of my life. And I have been complacent in dating apps ever since. End of story. Oh, I will add one little tidbit. Um, When I was at the Walgreens buying the day after pill, I conveniently, and this is probably God himself... Um, telling me that he's watching me um my friend from my first church eli great guy what he works for i think he works for like coca-cola or something i don't know he he delivers those drinks he has that like truck thing that you deliver drinks in anyway he's delivering drinks to coke to uh walgreens and uh i see him and i'm like whoa what's up And um, at this point, I was talking to the pharmacist pharmacist or whatever in the back. I had been crying. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not afraid to cry. I'm not afraid of my feelings. And um, especially after my dad passed away, um, I find it very hard to cry now because I just feel like nothing is as sad as that. So I'm more robotic now. But back then, I was emotional. This was after my dad had passed away still. But I was emotional. So I was bawling. I was an ugly, hot mess. And I was trying to, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I hope she doesn't have a baby. I hope she's not pregnant. All this shit. And Eli's there from church. I had stopped going to church because of my ex, who, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. Um, I could break down my whole romantic life and maybe somebody could tell me what's wrong with me. But that's a whole other episode. Anyway, I see Eli and I'm like, this is God. This is God. This is divine. Somebody has intercepted the signals. Thank you, my guardian angel is watching me. I talk to him. I explain what's going on. I cry. He prays for me and I go home. After, of course, when I go to her house and the doors open and all this shit. Anyway, I go home. I go to work. I block her, like Nathan suggested. And I have not heard from her since. To this day, I have not heard from her. And if I ever did hear from her, no response from me. It was plenty of fish, by the way. P.O.F. Because she had favorited my profile. And still to this day, she has me favorited. And I'm like, why are you favoriting my profile? Not going to happen again. Look, guys, I've stayed celibate, excluding like two scenarios since this woman, because I have been terrified of getting used and getting played for a fool. See, that's the thing with dating online, isn't it? Meeting women in general, isn't it? Meeting men, if you're a woman, in general. I'm not making this this gender-based. It's for anybody. Because men can do this shit, too. And I'm very, very sorry if it happens. If you're talking to a player who just hook, line, sinker just drops you in the ocean after he gets you. I'm very sorry about that. That's a douchey thing to do. Look, I was raised with very contemporary christian parents okay i was I hated religion until my I was introduced to the church that Eli went to um and became religious. I wasn't religious till my senior year in high school, and even still, I was very bad at being religious. I was a sinner in the eyes of religion very often when I lost my virginity um my senior year of high school I you know they say you don't know something good until you've tried it or you won't know something bad is good unless you experience it and then you it's even harder to you know stop doing it or whatever this, the the Christian phrase is I forget exactly but if I had never had sex if I had never lost my virginity I would never know how how much I enjoyed that and I would never have Wanted to do that so much. And I wouldn't have been in this scenario. So, maybe I am to blame. Whatever. I, I just... Dating is hard. Alright? I don't care about sex at this point. I don't. Alright? I just... I just it's, it couldn't care less. Alright? If you don't ever want to have sex with me, fine. Okay? Like, I can make that work. Obviously most women want to have a family. I'm cool with that. If you want to have a kid, we can have a kid, okay? I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying it scares me too soon to do something if I don't know you. And I feel like dating apps are more for hookups than for relationships, and I'm not interested in hookups. I'm not sure Christian's take on this, but um, I would love to hear his thoughts, by the way, on on that craziness or anybody's thoughts, really. like That's a real true life story. I am a fool. When it comes to dating, guys, I'm not the best at it, okay? I'm terrible. All right? I like older women, all right? I'm not going to lie, okay? I'm 26. I'll date somebody around my age, but... I mean, I've been looking at women who are 28, 29, you know, 30, and women in that age are successful, career-driven, maybe they have a kid already, maybe they're really big in their family, they have their interests and hobbies and life kind of figured out at that point, point. and I'm turning 26 on Saturday, I gotta figure my shit out. My life, <laughs> you can't. It, it won't wait for you. I can't go making stupid decision-making choices anymore. It, it, it it's it's not an option for me. I have I, I just I don't know why. Kansas City, Overland Park, Merriam. Olathe, independence, all these areas and everything in between. I've met a lot of women, sure. I've talked to a lot of women, not as many as some, and, you know, more than others, I guess, but it's just, I don't get why I can ever find somebody compatible. And here's the thing the woman that I broke up with, when my dad passed away, I've never been more compatible with somebody than her. And I broke up with her, and I broke her heart, and I was her first boyfriend, and she n- never wants to talk to me again. We were so compatible in every way. I was her first everything, like experience-wise. Um, we never did anything physical like that never happened we never got to that point but we had dated for a few months and it was new for her because i was her first boyfriend and we were in our 20s earlier on and it was it was fine with me because i wanted to make her her have i wanted her to have a good experience and i liked her she was really nice and then i grew to like her a lot i never fell in love with her but i could have If I had given it a chance and I'm not saying that my dad passing away is a good enough excuse. It's not breaking up with her was my decision and it was just because I was hurting and didn't know what to do. And I have problems with letting people in and trusting people. And that's on me. That's on me. I have to learn and I've learned this since then, but you have to let somebody in Or it's going to bottle up and you're just going to explode one day. And guys, that's kind of what's going on with me in my life right now. I mean, I, I don't have anybody. And I sure as hell don't trust anybody. I don't talk to my mom or my sister. And I talk to my brother. I've talked to him once recently and... I did feel better after I talked to him, but it just felt weird that I don't like feeling weak. And they say you're supposed to grow in your singleness and find out who you are. But that's the thing. I'm turning 26. I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am. I I don't care that I'm fat. If it bothers you, take the exit. I want somebody who doesn't care that I'm fat. And fat's not a bad word. In dating, it's such a a word people jump around. Because, oh, it's insulting, it's rude, it's just... No, dodging somebody. Beating around the bush. Leading somebody on. Those are rude, disrespectful, etc. If you don't like me because I'm fat... Tell me. That's not going to offend me. I know plenty of women and plenty of men both who would get offended by that. I will not be offended by that. If it's because I'm fat, great. Our personalities were awesome, but you're going to let my physical image keep you from something that could be the greatest thing. Awesome. Enjoy your life. Stop wasting my time. I want to find somebody who appreciates me, sees my goals and my values and can match them. And if I'm turning 26 and I have to wait a little bit longer, so be it. My longest relationship in my 26, almost 26 years was my nine month first relationship My senior year of high school, nine months. I've never dated somebody longer than nine months. I'm almost 26. I don't like getting intimate too soon because I just, I have that experience in the back of my mind that terrifies me of being played a fool. Trusting is a little hard for me due to other circumstances. A different ex-girlfriend caused the trust issues for me. I have no problem dating and finding somebody and falling in love and starting a family and and being happy. I want those things. But women are playing too many games with me. And the ones that do talk to me are. Usually it's because I never, ever, ever match with anybody online. I never, ever get messages or responses back with somebody online. I'll hit up somebody and I think to myself, why? Why am I not attractive enough? Why am I not interesting enough? And I have all the self-confidence in the world. Trust me, this is not about self-confidence. It's just me honestly asking, why do they think I'm not enough? What am I missing to them? I'm sorry I don't have the six-pack or the swimsuit picture on my profile. I'm sorry that I make uncomfortable conversations on the first visit or that I was raised to be chivalrous and go out and pay for dinner and see a movie when you just want to get coffee and find out if I'm interesting. I'm sorry if I apologize too much because I was raised that you... Always treat a woman with respect. Guys, this segment's coming up on 60 Minutes, and I'm going to have to cut this short. Um, let me take a quick breather and come back with you in the next segment or section of the podcast. all right guys sorry about that this is now episode 48 i've gone ahead and posted 47 so go ahead and check out that uh episode for crash team racing and super mario maker 2 um but back to the topic at hand um guys i lost my train of thought with that segment coming to a close because you have to close it out before 60 minutes and i hit 55 and i was like oh crap i have to close this So I lost where I was going with a train of thought. So that kind of sucks. But at the end of the day, guys, I just want to say online dating is a struggle. It's a hard thing. All right, my friend, Jennifer even says, guys will just straight up ask for her boobs. And I'm like, that's disgusting. All right, guys, men, can we be better than this? All right, if we ask a woman for those kinds of photos, what do you expect to to get as a result? The kind of woman who will give you that are not the kind of women who are going to be any kind of worth investing in. All right? And and I've been her friend for several years, and she's a fabulous, fabulous person with a great personality. And she's wonderful, okay? There's so much more to a person than their body. All right? And maybe that's coming from a place where I have experienced a Megan, and maybe you have not. But... I just I'm, I'm just I don't know maybe that's just me uh, I digress thank you so much for listening to this episode of fat love talk mad love guys I've gone through a lot of dating experiences and I have more that I could even share with you um, if you want to hear about those definitely let me know hit me up we can talk about that and uh, yeah I'm gonna go ahead and end it here guys I appreciate you taking the time to make it to this part in the podcast mad love um if you want to find my social media guys my twitter and my instagram are both fat love 145 that's p-h-a-t-l-o-v-e 145 my snapchat is just fat love and my youtube channel guys alpha phenomenon gaming i'm actually posting now Um, This content will be put on my Twitter. Don't worry. It's my my pinned tweet right now. So if you go to my Twitter page, you can find all of this there alongside where you can listen to my podcast on other platforms, depending on how you prefer. But if you're listening to me right now, you already have a preferred location. So bookmark that podcast, guys. Make sure you tune in for every episode. I'm definitely going to put out more off-topic episodes that are less involved with gaming and entertainment and some more personal stuff I want to experiment in my 26 years of living here i haven't done a lot of that so i want to do that now and uh yeah definitely uh take care guys i'm rambling i apologize i'm gonna go ahead and end it thank you so much guys have a great rest of your night or day or whatever time of the day it is for you guys I'm, i'm sorry this is bad outro take care guys mad love